0: Welcome to The Mosh Pit, your home for unsigned punk, rock, and metal artists, where your music goes to be heard.
1: Breakdown of
2: Sanity, Black Smoke.
0: It's your host, Wes Everett, and I'm here with Miss Steph Hushka of City of the Week. How are you doing?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So give us a little backstory on um, City of the Week and what you guys have been up to and really how you guys came together.
1: Yeah, so we've been around for 10 years now, and we came together in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We were going to a music school, and I was the one who was like, I want to start a band, let's do it and just kind of started jamming with people and just you know started playing shows and that's that's kind of that's kind of it we started touring way too early before we even had a cd we would literally burn cds on my little macbook and put like paper sleeves like actual pieces of paper folded up and we would take marker and write write our um, this saw like the demos on it and like we would give them out on like our tours so, yeah. And then fast forward to today, we've played a lot of the major festivals in rock and done the main stage on them. have done 28 tours and here we are. I, and I can't believe we're still here. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Did you say 28 tours? Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Is that worldwide? Is that just here in the States or is that?
1: Just the States. We were supposed to have a Canadian tour with bubble flex a few years ago but it ended up getting canceled i don't know if there's border issues or what it was but so that was a bummer because that would be international then <laughs>
0: oh no know. oh man that's cool though i didn't realize that you guys had been i guess around that long but that's so cool 25 tours 10 years i mean that's those numbers are killer
1: thanks man
0: so what are, your, what are your plans right now? Uh, you got any new music coming out, new album? What you got?
1: We have tons of new music. We're kind of sitting on it right now. We've been working with different producers. We are trying to figure out if we want an EP a full length. Like we're just stacking up our music videos, stacking up the songs, and really just trying to figure out the best way to put it out. We just put out United Hate Division last year, and that was kind of like the start of a new sort of cycle for us after pulling teeth. So we're just kind of trying to figure out what we want to do and how we want to do it. So because there are strategies to to putting music out and making it successful. So, you know, I mean, obviously, when we started out, we it took us a long time to realize what was successful. And that means because we were just kids and just doing our own thing. And I mean, when I when I started the band, I didn't even know what an EP was, didn't know what LP was, didn't know anything. So I literally was from nowhere, Montana, just doing everything on my own as far as like figuring stuff out so we didn't really have any ties in the music industry or ties to a music community it was kind of just me on my own being a a dumbass so uh you know 10 years later i really want to make sure that we do things the right way
0: very cool are you thinking about going the model that a lot of the bands are going now and releasing like one single a month
1: no probably not okay (laughs) okay (laughs) The thing is, is we try and go really big with everything we do. Like all of our music videos we have now probably 13, 14 music videos mm -hmm. and they're all the majority of them are just these huge productions where I mean, one of them them, excuse me, one of them we rented out a freaking whole entire prison for another one we did we rented out an entire boxing club. You know, the last one we did was, I don't know if you saw United Hate Division yet, but that one was absolute chaos and we got a got this like custom Miata, and we got all the political figures and we got all the, the a- animal heads and all this stuff. Like the, doing stuff like that on our own, our bass player Cody does, he runs a media company, so he does all of it. And we kind of just hire out what we need, but it's a big production for just a, a handful of people. Usually that scale productions that we kind of put on or have teams of people and it's kind of just us. So mm. it does take us a little bit longer. So we're just trying to figure out how to outsource and make things go a little bit quicker. But a single a month with how extra we are, <laughs> I just don't see that happening. As much as I would love to put out music that fast because we have enough, I just, I feel like we're just too extra for that.
0: <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. Um, I think, look, I'm an album guy. I love full lengths. I mean, you know, I want something like now that I can just totally digest all the way through that waiting single to single month to month. It just it doesn't work for me, but it works for a lot of other people. So, you know, whatever you got to do. So I was checking out your, um, I've been, you know, browsing your website, your notable performances. I mean, you guys have played with pretty much everybody. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I'm looking at it. I mean, I see Nickelback, Hollywood undead, pop, evil, Ozzy, Rob, zombie disturbed. I mean, that's awesome. Thanks, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) So on that, what would you say was your all-time favorite tour that you've played?
1: Tour? Um, probably. We did a tour back in 2015 called the Hit Me With Your Best Shot Tour. And it was when we were working with Colcock Whiskey. And it was just like a little two-week run in the Pacific Northwest area, which I'm from Montana. And so I kind of always wanted to get back there because I, I – like anybody who lives there, the, the 20 people who live there, know that there's, nobody comes to that sort of like, what I refer to as the dead spot or dead zone in the United States, like Montana, North Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho, because there's not really a ton of really like mid-level notable venues there. They get skipped a lot. And so I was like, you know, what if we did some of like the smaller towns, smaller, mid-sized towns in that area? Go out to Washington, Oregon, and then come on our way back. And it was a smashing success. Almost every show was just packed. People went nuts. Our merch just flew off the the rack. So it was really cool, especially in 2015. I was what, 22 years old, that, you know, putting that together, that tour together by myself and uh, having to be a smashing success financially and just doing it for us was really really cool it was kind of like the first tour that i put together that i was like man okay we're far from home because we had done really successful midwest tours but we had never gone that far from home and have it be just like a smashing success of like holy cow we set the record at one of the venues for the most amount of people through the door on a monday and it was like basically like almost that capacity so that was pretty cool
2: all nighter warmer weather
0: That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Um, Where do you pull your influences from?
1: That is a loaded question. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I'll, I'll reload that one. Let me try this again. In your music, who are your biggest influences to match your sound that where you pull your sound from? Is that better? You
1: no. Know, <laughs> <laughs> For me, I, I, pull from a lot of really random, weird influences. A big one for me is Rihanna. I think she's just such a bad bitch. I love that vibe. I love the, just, I love fierce. Um, I really like Chiodos. I love Craig Owens, anything he does, big fan. I like really quirky, fierce, direct lyrics. I feel like a lot of people expect me to say like Paramore or like just a lot of radio rock bands, but that's totally not really what I listen to. Um, I kind of like more, yeah, anything with really sharp lyrics that just kind of come at people. I think. I'm trying to think of specifics, I'm kind of a per song kind of person now these days. I like Papa Roach a lot. I like currently. I've started listening to Jarris Johnson, the the new the new kid i think i don't know if he's better noise or what but he's he's killing it um yeah i wish i had like more solid like i grew up on these bands but i really it changes for me i know the guys like our guitar player loves pantera um alice and chains is a big one for our, our guitar player and bass player um coheed is a big one for them so kind of all all over the place
0: that's awesome though that's awesome Um, as, as your band has grown, have you faced any real big challenges?
1: We face challenges all the time since the beginning (laughs) of time. Um, so many, I can't even count. It's, I mean, as we get bigger, bigger, yes, because I feel like there's bands with bigger teams can move a little bit quicker. They can sort of outsource, get things done. Whereas us, it's literally, there's two of us doing all of the business, creative digital marketing the design the demos the music even the tracking we're tracking a cover right now and we're just doing it at our place so yeah I mean there's only so fast we can move especially when I'm working 70 hour weeks with other jobs and other music industry related projects so yeah there's only so much time in a day is what I'm learning that you know there's coffee is a great thing that's a good one so yeah I think I think what I have to learn to learn to do a little bit is we want to learn to outsource some of the things but I feel like we've like in the start of our career we kind of got screwed over a lot and didn't work with people who really knew what they were doing which a lot of people really don't so it's hard to sort of hand that over any sort of creative or business thing because I know if I do it it might take a little bit longer because I have a lot of my plate I know it's going to get done if I hand it off to somebody else I there's you know, there's no anyone who I know that it's going to get done is probably going to be too expensive for me to afford. So there's kind of that give and take.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to put stuff in other people's hands and be like, you know, I've got a deadline. You have to meet it now.
1: Right. And even then, it's like, I know it might take us a little bit longer, but it's like we've had people where we've set strict deadlines. Six months later, we'll get a half-assed version mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it's like, you know, I'd rather be, have it be in my hands, know what I can do, know my abilities, know where we're at. Mm-hmm. control freak, you know, yeah. it is what it well, is.
0: I, I look at it more like if it gets screwed up, it's on me. I will take right. that responsibility. If you screw it up, then I have to be mad at you and myself.
1: Right. And then there's the whole process of then you having to redo it yourself, which takes even longer. Mm-hmm. So you're yep. totally right. I, that's exactly my mentality. If I screwed up, it's on me. If I screwed up or if they screwed up, then it's like, I've burned a bridge. I, I hate you. we I've worked together again, like, you know, you know how it goes.
0: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's why I do this podcast all alone now. There you go. But it's, you know, it's rewarding because I get to talk to people like you guys and, you know, get to really connect with these awesome bands, which is, I'm a total geek when it comes to bands and I love talking to new people and it, I like it.
1: That's awesome.
0: And thank you again for sitting in with us on this. Thanks uh, for having me anytime anytime I know we've tried to put this together a couple times and scheduling just sucks
1: I know I'm so sorry I anything scheduled too far out I like it's tough because I just never know I switched a lot of jobs this like over the last year so my schedule has been like all over the place and I can't like it's hard to get off so but here we are
0: here we are that's the important thing and it and it, it wasn't even just on you I mean my nine to five i can be on call some weeks and it'll be okay. absolutely quiet until the day that i've got an interview scheduled and then it's like oh you got to go to south georgia
1: right <laughs> totally know, totally get it <laughs>
0: yeah it's uh you know
2: life 500 miles to memphis drop out <laughs>
0: the bills and it allows me to do this so here we go so what do you have on your plate right now you said you're working with other music are you are you do you run a studio do you work in a studio what do you do
1: so i do a lot of like music business related work so i Mm. work for a company called be more social i help build and post for band social media i help them kind of build their brand and get them uh, like if they're out on the road doing their tour posts every day we'll do like six month contracts or a certain amount of time for contracts which that's been really cool that's fun I also did that freelance for a while and I still do that freelance like by myself I -hmm. also do like consulting for a lot of bands want like digital marketing or ads and they don't really know where to start where to go I can either do it for them or teach them how to do it and then I also do I work for like different record labels management companies doing Uh different projects like I mean, basic data entry, like there's one I've been doing that's, there was a a record label bought an entire other record labels catalog. So I, it's just like entering into like the, the Sony Ingrooves database, these hundreds and hundreds of titles. So just stuff like that, that just random business stuff for me. And then we do have like a little mini recording studio in our studio. We have a little photo video studio here. So there, we do have bands come over and can do photos and record and just kind of help a lot of people out with just random stuff
0: that's awesome that's awesome um have you guys been in atlanta have you guys been through georgia at all
1: yeah we just played there on the last tour we played the masquerade and it was awesome
0: nice i am sad i missed that one now i feel bad
1: (laughs) we'll come back we'll definitely come back because it was lit people showed up with all the big panda heads and mm-hmm. then it was like merch-wise, like our shit flew off the shelves. It, like the room was just electric. People were just having the time of their lives, and I was having the time of my lives. So I felt like such a such a rock star. There's some of those. some of those shows where like you're on stage and you just feel like, oh my god, I feel like I'm freaking Shania Twain or some shit. Like you know, people just singing the words and loving it. Because there's there's sometimes we play shows where even it might be a packed room and people are just kind of like, cool like they might not be into it like i mean every band has that like they'll it just might not be an enthusiastic crowd or whatever it is you're opening for somebody and their fans are super wild about you or just the energy might not be there so when like you know there but then there's shows like atlanta where it's just like insane everyone's feeling you everyone's all about you and they're just they know all the words and it's like everything you do like you know do you just spin and everyone just loses their mind or whatever it is so it was one of those shows. So I definitely will be back to Atlanta.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The masquerade, man. I mean the masquerade has always been one of my favorite venues and it's just so just right there.
1: Just, yeah, we played that old one. And so we couldn't find the, the new one we're driving around because it's in downtown and we're like, where is it? We can't find it. And we're like, this is what it looked like last time. And it wasn't, it was, it was new and it was cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they moved it to underground Atlanta, I think it was a good move. Like it's, I love the way the the aesthetic is, where you've got hell on one side and purgatory and heaven on the same, or maybe I've got that backwards, somewhere. They're all there
1: somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it
0: don't matter. They're all there. But yeah, I think one of the coolest shows I've ever saw. um, It was a Sunday night, and we got to see um, we got to see Saving Abel. Nice. And there probably wasn't a hundred people because it was a Sunday night, and he pulled everybody down out of the rafters and everything and I mean hell the stage there were probably maybe three rows and it was the most intimate show I'd seen so
1: awesome (laughs) I love those shows
0: so let's talk about um what do you feel is your biggest accomplishment as a band today
1: um probably I always feel accomplished about the fact that we do this 100% on our own. Obviously, we have now a lot of friends in the industry we can reach out to. We have a big community that we can reach out to for help, but we're not one of those bands that just has our, you know, our big, big hotshot team of like, you know, big record label and a big manager and a big agent that just do everything for us. We have built ourselves from the ground up 100%. We've worked for everything that we have. And I know that's not really, like, a specific accomplishment, but I think that there's, you know, there are a lot of bands like that who don't get the recognition or even have had the success that we have. Like, we've been really lucky to, like, get on the main stage of the festivals. Like, that's insane. And just getting offers to play festivals, like, around the country of a band our size without having, like, big backing and stuff. Like, that's really insane to me. So that's probably my biggest accomplishment is just being being us and doing us and like I feel like some of the big festival I feel like maybe the one I think of most is probably Rock USA where we were we played with Ozzy and Volbeat and Pretty Reckless on that main stage and it's like our our little trailer was really right it was literally right next to Ozzy's production and it was really crazy because Vinnie Paul like had this whole barbecue set up and like cooked for all of us and everything and was like grab a plate and I was like why feel bad I don't want to eat your food he's like no I cooked it for everybody and it was just cool being backstage with all those rock stars and hell yeah and beat and Ozzy and that was like really like because I remember in middle school asking my mom like who's Ozzy Osbourne because I saw him on E his show and then it's like holy shit we're literally like sharing the stage with him right now crazy
2: city of the week united hate division
1: we are the united hate division where
2: everybody shouts a good opinion too dumb to know when to shut up
1: last martyr so John, that's awesome. freaking that's out
0: That's awesome just right there i mean that's why you do what you do right literally absolutely um what are your three goals for 2022 what do you want to accomplish out, by the end
1: put out more music a lot more music more music videos have a successful tour we leave for tour uh in two weeks we actually leave tonight to go to vegas for the studio to record and then we film the next week or the music video for it. And then we leave that week for a tour. I want to uh, honestly slow down a little bit as far as my work life. Cause uh, these 80 hour weeks ain't it for me, <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, I do love them, but um, I want to be able to, you know, just enjoy making music and then just make more music. Like we've made a lot, but we haven't really like set like, I don't get sit down in get studio days regularly. It's kind of like the music has always been on the back burner the last couple of years because it's always business stuff. And I want to get back to my goal is to create, 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 and just be a little bit more free with it, put it out and have that be the focus. And yeah, that's kind of it.
0: Nice. Those are good goals. Definitely good goals. So where's your tour taking you this time? Where are you guys headed?
1: yeah it's gonna be the northeast so we have some pennsylvania dates new york um virginia west virginia illinois indiana sweet yeah
0: sweet that'll be awesome uh tag us we'll help promote always thanks man yeah, Appreciate anytime you. anytime um before i let you go is there any advice that you would give any up-and-coming bands trying to make a name for themselves
1: work everything sounds generic um we're i I don't know i mean work i'm always a, a big work hard generation hustle kind of person so i would just say work as hard as you can. If you think you're working hard, you're still not working hard enough. There's always somebody that's working harder than you. There's always always somebody who wants it more. So, if you don't really want it, if you're not 100% all in, willing to sacrifice everything, don't even bother. Like, it's music is a lifestyle. It's, you know, we like bleed our music. Like I would die for it. I ruined all my finances i've sacrificed great jobs great relationships every great friendships everything like my life i would die for my music so i feel like you it's something you kind of need to be all in for and really like be ready for that so i don't know if that's advice or more of a warning
0: (laughs) we we normally get like the top three answers that we always get when we ask that question is work hard don't be an asshole and stay humble.
1: Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah. I feel like people ask me that question. I feel like I need to have like this big, like hidden secret or like whatever, but it's like, it, it, that is what it is. It, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Well, Miss Steph, thank you so much for sitting in with us. Uh, plug your socials. Where can everybody find you?
1: You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, our website, cityoftheweekofficial.com obviously i encourage people to watch our music videos on youtube that's our jam totally love the video aspect obviously we're at spotify too. literally anywhere you can type in city of the week all of our handles are basic just at city of the week nothing fancy so find us follow us and interact with us because we'll talk back to you as well
0: sweet well we will get this posted and uh, again thank you so much
1: thank you for having me i appreciate it
0: um, if your schedule breaks six months, a year from now, we'll do this again. I'd love to That's catch great. up with you again. Thank you. Cool. We'll take it easy and be safe.
1: Thanks, man. See you next time. Bye.
2: Revel in romance, young. Mm. Trade to-